It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, the emotional high of BYU cashing on Friday night and us hitting our sixth consecutive Twitter vote to start the year, it faded fast because unfortunately for me, the end of that BYU game coincided with the start of the Ryder Cup on Saturday and Team USA got crushed again in the early session. They did come back to win three out of four in the afternoon, but it wasn't enough for me. That means they went four and four for the day and I had the three-way wager, so I needed Team USA to win, not tie at the plus 125, so I lost that ticket. But I will be back with another bet on the red, white, and blue here in about 10 minutes. In college football, my first four was a so-so week. Only two and two on the card. We cashed on BYU. We cashed on Clemson minus the six and a half against Syracuse. I got crushed with Illinois plus the one at Purdue. That was a third quarter to forget for the fight in Illini. And then Pittsburgh, well, they look like a one and four football team. I'm not sure I wanted to bet them. Thought maybe they had a fighter's chance when they got the defensive touchdown in the third quarter. Got within 28-21, but the Hokies were too much for the Panthers. I will not bet on Pittsburgh anytime soon. Then my four add-on plays, it was a roller coaster ride at Iowa State and Oklahoma. First half under 25 and a half. That may have been one of the worst reads on the card all day for me. What did they score, like 50, 60 points in the first half? I absolutely got crushed. I didn't have to look at that football game again once we got about halfway through the first quarter. I do cash on USC and Colorado over the 73 points. I'll tell you what, Lincoln Riley... And spreads of 21 or more, I love those overs. They continue to win for us this season. What are we, 4-1 and one on those so far this year? Thank you very much, USC, for going over again. Old Dominion plus the 14.5 at Marshall. I was up 21-3 to three in that football game early, and then it got dicey. But in the end, ODU loses by only 5, and we cashed the plus 14.5. LSU minus the two and a half at Old Miss. I was up, what, 49-40 in the fourth quarter. You score 49 points. You expect to cover minus two and a half. They don't even win the football game. Old Miss rallies to get the outright win, and I lose on the Tigers. Then the money line parlays. You talk about a roller coaster ride. The one game I felt the best about at halftime, I lost. Yes, I had UCF against Baylor. I'm up 35 to 7 in the third quarter. I'm up 35 to 10 in the fourth quarter, up 25 points. I lose outright to Baylor. Yes, I said college football teams can step up at times. They did it and they burned me. The other half of that ticket, Memphis, they were down. I think it was 17 nothing to Boise State. They rallied to win, but it's UCF that had the big lead that cost me the plus 119. I do get fortunate with Notre Dame. They rally, so I get to cash in the Fighting Irish and Texas A&M. The money line parlay there at a plus 111. Then I hit my last money line parlay. Both of these teams were down at one point as well. I cash on Texas Tech and Boston College plus the 105. So it was a so-so day for me. Kind of nice to hit two out of three money line parlays to wrap it up. 
Felt like it could have went 3-0 and there, but that's how it goes. So now let's move on to the next. And Sunday, it's a heavy system day for me. I really only have three handicaps on the card. Home underdogs that we locked in earlier this week. Once again, we're on the Titans plus the one and a half against the Bengals. We're on the Texans plus the three against the Steelers. We're on the Colts plus the one against the Rams. We're on the Bears plus the three and a half against the Broncos. We're on the Panthers plus the three and a half against the Vikings. We're on the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 plus the nine and a half on Sunday night against the Chiefs. Three additional plays I'm adding to the card. Play number one kicks off early Sunday morning. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars minus the three against the Atlanta Falcons. This one's in London and Jacksonville. Well, they have a little bit of advantage here because they're a regular in these international series games. This will be their 10th one of all time. Last year, they played at the same stadium at Wembley, lost 21 to 17 to the Broncos. The Jaguars have lost two consecutive football games. They have Buffalo next week. So if they lose this one, they're in danger of losing four straight and really getting behind the eight ball. So that should have them really focused for this game against Atlanta. The Falcons, well, and they don't scare me offensively. They rank 26th in yards per play this year. Jacksonville held Kansas City to 17 points a couple weeks back. I'm still not sure what happened last week against the Texans, but I expect the Jags' D to be much better this morning. So give me Jacksonville, minus the three over Atlanta. Next up on the card, this is an interesting football game. I'm going to play the Buffalo Bills, minus the two and a half against the Miami Dolphins. Not a ton of data on teams coming off a 70-point game, but I do expect the Dolphins to score fewer points this week. I may call that a lock. I think they will score fewer than 70 this week. Miami is averaging 8.4 yards per play. That's a crazy number. They've already won a pair of road games. That's not easy to do in the NFL. Definitely not easy to win three consecutive road games. Last season, these two teams played three epic games, 21-19 Miami. 32-29 Buffalo, 34-31 Buffalo in the playoffs. Each team won at home last season. The Bills were stunned in the opener at the New York Jets. The last two games, well, they played well too. They won by 28 points and 34 points. So this should be a good one. I'm having to lay less than a field goal, so give me Buffalo. I'll lay the two and a half with the Bills against the Dolphins. Next up on the card, it's the New Orleans Saints minus the three and a half against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Saints have played three extremely competitive games to open the season. A one-point win over Tennessee, a three-point win at Carolina, then last week somehow they let it slip away at Green Bay and lost by a point to the Packers. So we don't know if it's Derek Carr. We don't know if it's Jameis Winston. We'll find out come game time. But I do expect the Saints offense to get a lift with Elvin Kamara back in the backfield. Tampa Bay swept this series last season. The Saints get revenge on Sunday. So I'll lay the three and a half with New Orleans at home against Tampa Bay. Now your first quarter unders, rapid fire here. Once again, system play. We're playing every first quarter under this year. Some of the prices, not what I want. Got to shop around on these lines. The numbers do vary out there. So the Jaguars and the Falcons, I'm playing under the seven and a half at a minus 122. The Commanders and the Eagles, I'm playing under seven and a half at a minus 112. Dolphins, Bills, under nine and a half at a plus 112. Panthers, Vikings, under nine and a half at a minus 112. Bengals, Titans, under seven and a half at a minus 142. Browns and Ravens, under six and a half at a plus 154. I really want to hit that one at the plus 154. 
Titans, or excuse me, Texans and Steelers under the seven and a half at a minus 125. Colts and Rams under nine and a half at a minus 115. Bucks and Saints under seven and a half at a minus 142. Bears, Broncos under nine and a half at a minus 107. Chargers, Raiders under nine and a half at a plus 106. Cardinals and 49ers under seven and a half at a minus 110. Patriots, Cowboys under eight and a half at a minus 117. Then on Sunday night, it's the Chiefs and the Jets under the seven and a half at a minus 125. So I always try to find under 120, but if I can't find it, I can't find it. And unfortunately, we're starting to see that with some of these first quarter unders. I'm not getting the numbers I want, but I'm still going to continue to play every single one of them this year in the National Football League. Now, my prop bets, I'm going to outsource it again this week, just trying to get back into profit territory. So I'm going to start with nine plays from betting pros. Joshua Dobbs, over 180 and a half yards passing at the 49ers. Josh Allen, under 271 and a half yards passing against Miami. Bryce Young, I don't like this play, over 210 and a half passing yards against my purple, the Minnesota Vikings. At running back, Joshua Jacobs, under 74 and a half yards rushing at the LA Chargers. Then we have Devin Singletary, over 19 and a half yards rushing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. We have Derrick Henry, over, this is a typo, I believe it is 77, no, 67 and a half yards rushing against Cincinnati. I have Tariq Hill, over 86 and a half yards receiving at Buffalo. I have Devontae Adams over 74 and a half yards receiving at the Chargers. I have Brandon Ayuk over 49 and a half yards receiving against the Cardinals. So those are the nine prop bets I'm stealing from betting pros. Then from Odds Jam, expected value prop plays here. We have Javante Williams under 53 and a half yards rushing at Chicago. That's at a plus 110. I have Antonio Gibson over two and a half receptions against Philadelphia. That's at a plus 125. I have Evan Ingram under four and a half receptions against Atlanta at a plus 125. I have Brees Hall over one and a half receptions against Kansas City at a plus 115. And I have Christian McCaffrey under 78 and a half yards rushing against Arizona at a plus 110. Then Ryder Cup day three, give me Team USA. I'll take the red, white, and blue again, this time at a plus 105 against Europe just to win on day three. Once again, if it's a split, I lose. So hopefully I can get this one home, make up for Saturday's loss, and make just a couple bucks on the whole deal. So that's a big card for Sunday. Let's recap as much as I can. We're playing every home underdog. You can see the show notes for the details. My handicap picks. I'm on the Jaguars, minus the three against the Falcons. I'm on the Bills, minus the two and a half against the Dolphins. I'm on the Saints, minus the three and a half against the Buccaneers. I'm playing every under in the National Football League. I'll put those in the show notes. The prop bets, I just rattled them off. You got nine from betting pros. You got five from Odds Jam with positive expected value. And then once again, day three of the Ryder Cup, give me Team USA plus the 105. So that's your card for Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.